What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. All I got is questions. I ain't ever hold no answers. Bet you sick of hearing lessons from a dude who got no handle. Yeah, all I got is questions. I never hold no answers. Bet you sick of hearing lessons from a dude who got no handle. Someone say me, tell me what to do. I think I'm going crazy. Someone take these problems out of view before they go and hang me. Someone save me. Everything up in the air and I can't stand it. Hey. The end is not, the end is not, the end is not. Says the friendly guy. I see in puddles of water that filled with COVID-19. Team was a strange year for me. I sold myself up on a screen so I can put my weed and escape all of my dreams and go somewhere else. Anywhere I felt would do as long as nothing felt. Except for a buzz, I probably needed a hug. Built a pattern instead. I made the pattern my friend and we still hang it out. He introduced me to his click. That's where I bonded with doubt. And made a pack with self-pity and shouted out to the city that I'm lost. Someone get me before my demons get rid me. In the shreds of a man, where do I head? Got no plan. And I thought that was fine for a while. Then I remember. That my thoughts isn't wine to give with the passage of time. I think my crying is ugly, but must think wine and divine. The way I do it in rhyme, like this a piece of my mind, and not a piece of the trash. All this cold piece got bad. Mojack, probably my dad. From all the ways that I act, think I should hang up my hat. Like I said two albums back instead of pushing this path. Mike feedback on. Okay. Mike on. Okay, before we get started. Okay, I, I was doing a lot of talking and didn't have a damn mic on. Go figure, go figure. All right, what's popping? Y'all got me now. I just noticed. I saw it. I, you know what? Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. But it's okay. I was talking. I was flipping, flipping lips. We had the music. I turned it off. We got a brief pause. But I am here now. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. You should be able. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I know you hear me now. I, I know you do. Okay. All right. All right. Come on, folks. Work with me here. Work with me. All right. Can, can, can you can y'all hear everything? I know. All right. There we go. There we go. There we go. I I, I just want to make sure that we're doing real good. I gotta make sure that we're real, sure real, that real we're good. Real, real good. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. All right. So you see the title. We got Zack Snyder's Justice League, a review. All right. Four hour movie. Hopefully we don't have a four hour review. You know, it is what it is. 
But, um, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, we can't do what we do unless we have the shameless plug. So let's start with the shameless plug and then we'll get into the review. So the shameless plug, folks, goes a little something like this. What's up, everybody? It's shameless plug time. So thanks for checking out the podcast, Going Full Nerd. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere possible. So look for Going Full Nerd on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, goingfullnerd.com, and my Twitter handle, onyxxx1969. You can also listen to the audio version on its home, anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey guys, let's get on with the show. Okay, so now, now we're going to kick it off. All right, I, I, I got that out the way. <laughs> oh man, woof, woof, woof. But, you know, before I get into the review, before I get into uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and it's four hour glory. We're going to start off because I've been very vocal about this over the past couple of years. I, I really have. I really have. So here's the deal. Let, let's, let's catch you up to where your boy Onyx has been when it comes to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. So for the past couple of years, we have all been subject to so much Internet rants, so many of them, comments regarding the Snyder Cut. Okay? I am here. I am not running away from it. I admit, at first, I denied its existence. And in some regards, I was correct. There was unused footage, unfinished storyboards, unfinished CGI, but there was no full film until now. Okay. Now let's deconstruct this movie and try to look at it on its own without comparison to Josh Whedon's theatrical release. All right. I'm just going to let you know when I get to the review part, I'm not going to reference Josh Whedon's theatrical release. We're not going to compare it to the one that AMC, Alamo Draft House, Regal Cinemas, uh, the, all, the, Cinemark, name all the movie theaters that got our money back in 2017. So here's the deal. There are many behind the scene things that stopped Zack Snyder from completing his version of the Justice League. Now, I've been very vocal about this part because I really felt that Warner Brothers was chasing Avengers money and wanted to do it without the time or the effort, which they had all the time in the world and didn't put effort into it. This is not an excuse. It is the truth. Pressure was on Warner Brothers to capitalize on the success of the superhero genre. Okay, but they did not want to put any effort in creating a. What is it for me to say? A connected universe over time. They squandered that opportunity. 
I really think there were many people who felt a dislike of Zack Snyder was the reason why I was perceived against the Snyder cut in my videos. This is not the case. And I will say it again. He is the writer, director, whatever you want to call it, of two of my favorite movies, two movies that I really liked, 300 and Watchmen. I, I love those movies. I like them. They, I, I watch them over and over again. Now, what made me take my stance is how getting this Zack Snyder cut released was approached. I appreciate the determination of the fans, but as always, the actions of a few ruin the experience for the many. And to quote Alfred from the movie, it can make them more or it can make you more insufferable. Okay. That line was in Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, just to let you know. Okay. Basically, because my social media feeds were flooded with how this would be. Oh, let me say it again. How this was going to be. The second coming of the superhero genre. And Zack Snyder was going to be the savior of all superhero films. Okay? That's how so many people approached it. Okay? I will say the actions and reactions of both parties gave the impression of arguing ex-lovers or a husband and wife arguing over the custody of the kids. This was not an argument over artistic vision, but one of making money. And I think that people forgot WB Warner Brothers with the wallet made all the decisions. Okay. Zack Snyder was not flawless. He is not flawless, but he started making his story, which was okay, but it was not what people had grown accustomed to, especially with the rise of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then we got people choosing sides. Okay. Once you get people choosing sides, we start to pick things apart, good or bad, depending on our viewpoint, okay? Then you add in Ray Fisher, Whedon, and Hamada, the beef that they had, and all of this got unbearable, okay? Remember, folks, Zack Snyder's films have always received mixed reviews, often splitting the critics and the franchise fans into separate camps. OK, his direction on two prior DC Extended Universe movies, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. OK, Dawn of Justice, they received mostly negative critic reviews but had a positive audience reception, okay? He inspired a fierce fandom that would go on and fight for his director's cut, the Zack Snyder's Justice League's release, okay? 
Many of Snyder's non-DC Extended Universe projects have inspired a almost a similar divisive reception from critics and fans, including 300 and Watchmen, both films which I like. Okay? Many critics didn't. I did. Just saying. All right? Now, here's the deal. Batman v Superman gave us a tease of Darkseid and a new God's connection. It also gave us a Superman and Batman we did not recognize. Okay? Before everybody starts coming at your boy talking about, well, it's not Christopher Reeve and Adam West. I said, let me remind you, there are basic character traits that many people like myself were looking for that were not simply found. Zack Snyder himself acknowledged he made some mistakes, okay? And the mistake he acknowledged was in Batman v Superman, the moment in which the two heroes duked it out was modeled after the 1986 comic book, The Dark Knight Returns miniseries, okay? Which presented an older, hard-nosed, embittered by loss Batman, okay? It is what it is. Regarding the reaction to the film, Snyder had said to the New York Times, three decades later from that comic book, movie fans had less appetite for that version of Batman, okay? And I would like to make a note. I felt that Ben Affleck's Batman, okay, let's keep it real, in that film, did not personify the master detective part of Batman, just like I feel Man of Steel didn't embody the fact that Superman was a beacon of hope in his words and action. Okay? I'm putting it out there. Putting it out there. All right? But I'm not going to keep going on this. But I wanted you to see where I had my opinions before I watched this movie. Don't hate me because I like my Superman wearing his red draws on the outside of his costume. And I wanted my Batman to be the smartest person in the room. Okay. Now that we have gotten this out the way. Okay. Now that we gotten this out the way. With all that being said, I am going to go into this film with an open attitude and judges on its own merit. All right. I'll leave all that baggage, whether it's emotional or otherwise, behind. Now, let's talk about the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut was six parts and an epilogue. All right. Four hours. Four freaking hours. And I'm going to be honest with you. It needed four hours. It really did. Okay. Let's talk part one. Part one. I, I I can dig it, you know. We get we get we get a reason for the mother box's awakening. We get that epic beginning, you know, showing Superman ah, the death of Superman, awakening the mother box, and that's all on point. But one thing that stood out to me, and I'm only going to talk about things that stood out to me in each part, okay, and. Basically, the Amazon scene. Now, the Amazon scene in the original film 
it it was it was it was action okay it was action but what i'm going to go ahead and say is this was infinitely better but it had a feeling of 300 revamped okay i i basically had 300 with 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 amazons all right but that was cool i dig it i dig it we get to part two we get backstory all right we get aquaman backstory i like that they fleshed aquaman out remember this was supposed to come out before the aquaman film so that's cool we got the history we got why what the mother boxes do okay we got the introduction to dark side and him getting his ass whooped in the past. That, that, that was kind of cool. That was good. That was good. That set up a big bad, a real big bad, not just Steppenwolf. I'm digging it. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. All right. Now here's the thing. Okay. Then we get to, you know, Batman, I got to make a team where well, this is coming. We got to make a team. You know, it is what it is. Then we get to part three. We get more backstory. Okay. We get more of a backstory. We get Flash's backstory, which was absent from the first film. This is what was needed. I give it credit. I give it so much credit. It was needed. We got Cyborg origin. Origin, a real origin of Cyborg. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Ray Fisher and Cyborg in a little while. But that we get in backstory, Cyborg, tight, good. Then we get the gathering of the mother boxes. Okay. We see what's going down. Now, here's the thing I'm going to go ahead and say first three parts of this film could have actually been one movie. I'm going to talk about it a little more, but that could have been one movie. That's almost about two hours for that first three parts. That could have been one movie all on its own. Okay. I don't know what you could have called it. You could have called it Justice League, you know, you know, World's End or whatever you want to call it. Okay. But you could have, you could have had that as one whole film. Okay. Hindsight is always 2020. I'm just saying. All right. Now, let's go. We get to part four. Steppenwolf makes his moves. He's doing his thing. Okay. Issue I got with Steppenwolf. I actually like the visual of Steppenwolf from the theatrical release when compared to this heavily CGI'd grumpy cat looking Steppenwolf. Okay. Although. I prefer the fact that Steppenwolf in the Snyder cut had a crap ton of more dialogue, fleshed him out a little more. I like that. Okay. I like that. You also got in part four, the first fight of the team you had, you know, it was it a team. It, 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 it was it really, they were getting the band together. It was all cool. But then we got something that really messed me up. We got an introduction to Martian Manhunter that I felt was actually forced. I mean, what brought on Martian Manhunter impersonating Martha Kent? 
You know, how would he even know to go impersonate Martha Kent? You, you see what I'm saying? I, I Some of that was just a little, I, 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 I might have to go back as much as I don't want to watch Batman V Superman. I may have to go back and watch it. I might have to watch the extended director's cut in order to get a better experience. I'm just saying. But then we get to part five. And then they come to the realization that they need to bring Superman back. Now, here's the thing. I'm glad that it waited until part five. It was not the main driving force of the whole movie about we got to bring Superman back. We got to bring Superman back. This was actually refreshing. You know? They had to wait to come to the realization they had to bring Superman back. You know, you got some more insight into the nightmare scenario, dream sake, and that that was kind of tight. And then we got Superman the return. The Superman return was actually a flash and cyborg fuck up. I like that. I, I, I did. That was actually, it was like, wait a minute, let's do it then, oh shit, no, we shouldn't do it. Oh, what? What I heard? Okay, I'm going to go do it. That made it for me. I really like that. Okay? Obviously, Lois saves the day because Superman was handing, handing them their ass. Okay? It is what it is. You know? I, it is what it is. And Basically, this is the one thing about Cyborg that I, th I, I, really, I really liked in this one is that Cyborg had more of a motivation to be a hero because he now suffered loss. If you look at all the great superheroes, they suffer loss. Superman, orphaned from a planet. Batman, Orphan because his parents were murdered. Okay. You got Flash, his 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 dad thrown in jail for a murder he didn't commit. You jump over to Marvel, you know, Iron Man caught some shrapnel. Captain America crashed a plane and, and lost the love of his life. You, you see what I'm saying? Spider-Man, Uncle Ben was, you know, murdered. You see what I'm saying? So this is the thing. This is the thing. You now have Cyborg showing the loss. His loss was not just him getting blown the F up. He lost his mom in an accident. Okay. He got saved by his father, but his father was distant. But now he's got even more loss because his father made that sacrifice to help the team. And it wasn't just a BS thing. It was a smart move by the dad. That was kind of cool. But let's continue on. We get to part six. Now, this is the, the magnum opus of the whole movie. Part six was the thing. Part six was it. You know, you get the moments, you get you get Superman, you can take the boy out of Kansas, but you can't take the Kansas out the boy. He goes back to Kansas with Lois, does the thing. You know, you get Cyborg with his hero moment. He gets his epiphany. I got to be the hero. Basically, that was the Martha 2.0 moment. You know what I'm saying? So it is the thing. You know, Cyborg being able to talk to machines. 
you know, they emphasized that. This had a lot more cyborg in it. This was a, really the cyborg show, you know. You get your cheesy group shot of the heroes, you know. They kept, you know, they had to fight with the parademons. They kept the one moment with Jason Momoa surfing on the bug, and then he gets caught by Cyborg. And then, you know, Cy Jason Momoa hit him with the line, talking about my man. They kept that part. I like that. I like that. You know, they got rid of Cyborg's cheesy ass line, talking about the fight ain't over yet. No, they, they kept it. They did a little dialogue change. Not bad, you know. You got the you got the emphasis that the big guns were on the way, okay? But then they suffered loss. Then they basically lost. I like that. So we're 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 doing pretty good. I, I mean, we're almost changing my mind about the whole Snyder Cut thing, okay? But here goes the thing, you know, you got the flash, he pulls a Superman moment and turn, turn back the hands of time. You know, he turns it back to save the world. But here goes the thing. I'm going to tell you, I know why Ray Fisher was pissed. I, I, I'm going to throw it back out there and I'm going to say it to you. Ray Fisher was pissed because this should have been his breakout movie. This was a cyborg centric movie. Bottom line straight straight up that was that that that's it it was a straight up cyborg centric movie and that was cool it could have you know that was not what we saw now little things when they whooped up steppenwolf steppenwolf you know he caught the ass whooping you know i like the way he was almost getting ready to take out cyborg and then superman shows up if you notice there wasn't a whole lot of batman and a whole lot of superman but when we did see him it was more of the batman and superman that i was expecting before justice league it was more of the batman and superman that i was hoping for in man of steel and batman v superman I finally got what I was looking for. Superman didn't have his drawers on the outside, but I got a Superman that was Superman once we got to part six. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, you know, I got into a big long argument with one of my boys and I was like, was the beheading part after, you know, that, that Wonder Woman did to Steppenwolf, was that necessary? You know, what did it graphically needed to be shown? I, you know, the movie was rated R. So, yeah, let's get the R. I mean, they dropped a couple of F-bombs. You know, they was cussing a few people out. I get it. I get it. You're going to show, you're going to be, you know, oh, that's, that's Zack Snyder's thing. You know, that's his 300 days. He got, ah, that's his Watchmen days. Deconstruct the heroes, build the hero. I got it. I get it. I get it. Was it necessary? You could have had a movie without it. You could have implied it, but it is what it is. I get it. People were telling me, oh, well, you ain't have a problem when Thor did it. Well, they didn't graphically show it. When Thor did it, it was a swing, switch scene. Yeah, saw the head roll. This one, you saw the head come off. It is what it is. Shock value. Some people like it, some people don't. It is what it is. All right. But here's the thing we did get from Dark Side. We got his Thanos moment. Ready to ships. We'll go do it. That was a that was a Thanos. I'll do it myself moment. You know, showing that they he had the intentions on making more movies. Now. 
Here's my thing. I will say the epilogue that came at the end, it felt like an extended after credit. Um, it, it, it negated a lot of the follow-up films we did see, in my opinion, like Aquaman, you know, like Wonder Woman 84, you know, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of, but you know, Suicide Squad, all that, you know, the follow-up films to Justice League, you know, you you go through that, it it makes you wonder, did we really need the Harley Quinn movie, things like that, but that was Warner Brothers changing, going in a different direction, but here's the thing, it makes me kind of sad, you know, Um, and I can see why, you know, they would stay away from following up with any more because the Easter eggs they left behind hinted towards that larger universe. And it's a failed one only because of the pettery bickering behind the scenes between studio execs and Zack Snyder and all that good stuff. So it is what it is. It is what it is. So what do I give Zack Snyder's Justice League? Okay, I'm going to give, I'm going to tell you, overall, it was a decent movie that undid a lot of character flaws that I saw in the theatrical releases of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and, okay, and the theatrical release that, you know, we ended up seeing that Josh Whedon did. Now, here's the thing. I still do not regard this film as the end-all, be-all, and I would wish for a slightly pared down version, meaning I would like to split this into two movies. I think it would have served well as two theater released movies. Um, It felt a little long while I was watching it. The pacing though was excellent. It was excellent. I think, and I'm not going to jump away from me saying Oh my goodness, I didn't get my warning shot. Okay, and I'm not going to jump away from me saying it should have been two movies. I think it was originally thought it was going to be two movies, but it should have been two movies. Okay, so why did we get this like this? Warner Brothers desire to make fast money, as I always have said. So I would like to give a congratulations to everyone that said, release the Snyder Cut, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Birthday, you know, a gift just for you. This is awesome. I I appreciate it. It gets a four out of five on the going full nerd scale. I will admit that this was a good film. I will admit it. That's all I am going to say. I am not going to take back anything I said in the past. I still say that everyone sounded like jilted girlfriends going back and forth. I said that everybody brought up stuff and I don't think it was brought up in the proper way, but I'm glad that there were things brought up that show how jacked up the production prior to this was, you know, I feel a little bad for Ray Fisher because he should have had his day to shine, but him getting a cyborg movie and working with Warner brothers, I think has come to an end due to all the stuff back and forth and what he exposed. Okay. Um, 
but it is what it is. When you get a paycheck from somebody, they, they expect certain things. Um, I think he, if, you know, honestly, I think he should have spoke up the minute during the initial release when they were telling it, when, you know, the clips are out there on the internet. Oh, it's great movie. We're ready. Yeah. Yay. Hooray. You know, uh, he was, you know, if he was having issues with Josh Whedon, he should have said that shit before, you know, I'm sorry. That's me. Okay. But I'm glad he eventually said it. I'm glad he brought it to light. I mean, you know, something's up because Josh Whedon ain't doing shit for Marvel now. So obviously there was an issue, you know? So it is what it is. It is what it is. But I hope you guys get a chance. Watch the Snyder Cut. You know, get you some HBO Max in. Watch it. Now, I am going to say they're going to release an all black and white version of the Snyder Cut. I ain't watching that shit. <laughs> I don't need to see it in black and white. <laughs> I mean, it's more the thing. You know, it is what it is. I'm looking at you guys' comments. I mean, the Flash's backstory, it wasn't useless. I really like the fact they did the Flash's backstory a little bit better. Flash had a little more balls than he had in the first theatrical release. I mean, let's keep it real. That was a little more, that was better than the timid, shaky, completely timid and shaky bear fanboy Barry Allen, you know, from the first, I just pushed things. I mean, people said that and I get it. I like the fact he took a, he took a couple of hits. You didn't get the cheesy Superman flash running against each other at the scene. Now I'm going to tell you something that was completely useless. That Jared Leto scene, I, I could care less, you know, I could care less, you know, now if they want to pay Zack Snyder to do that nightmare thing, hey, it's all cool. Hey, alternate reality, do all sorts of stuff with that. I like that, you know, that would be cool. But I, the days of that, I'm going to say it. I think they're not going to happen. Warner Brothers has messed up too much. Okay. I don't think they're going to go ahead and repair that. I think he'll still be a producer for Warner Brothers. Heck, he was a producer on Wonder Woman 84. He's a produ- he was a producer on Aquaman. He's going to continue to be a producer, but I don't think they're going to cre- do what they're going to do. Okay. Now, I know some of y'all seeing the new gods talking about wish you had some granny goodness dialogue and all that, but they did have Ava du- Ava, what's her name? Ava DuVernay. She is signed on to do a new God's movie. Um, I think Zack Snyder is a producer or his wife's a producer on it. So we might get some redemption. We might get some of the new gods. We might get some granny goodness, the furies. We might even get to see dark side again, but you're not going to see that dark side from this. Okay. I don't think they're going to go that dark anymore. I really don't. Even if this is very well received. Does that make some sense? And also, I will put out here, I'm going to put it out there, and this is just me, is, you know, DC, Warner Brothers has always had the right formula. They just didn't do it with the live action stuff. You had the formula with the animated series. Watched all the animated Justice League stuff that led up to that Justice League Dark. You know, all the Batman-centric stuff, the Flashpoint, Justice League War. Watch all those. They could have done it. 
they could have legitimately done what Zack Snyder was looking for. All right. He made mistakes with, with Man of Steel. He made mistakes with Batman v Superman, in my opinion. But, you know, this would have fixed a lot of those mistakes. And I, and I dig it. I dig it. I really dig it. Still not kissing his ass and saying he's the end all be all. Oh, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Refuse to. You know, I'll I'll put this as one of the movies that when I get a chance, I'll watch it again. I'm not going to binge watch it over and over. OK, I didn't binge watch Infinity War and Endgame. I watched that maybe like once or twice. You know, it is what it is. Get a hairy. I mean, I like more obscure stuff. You know, I'll watch Mystery Men 50 times before I watch. it. But that's me. You know, I'm just a guy giving opinion. But anyway, folks, hey, hey, Omar, you best became a casual nerd. I don't have time to add you on this week's member list, but I will. But anyway, let's hit this funky outro music. Okay. I want to tell each of you guys that I appreciate each and every one of you. You guys are awesome. You're great. I love doing these things for you. Um, Live streams are now happening. I'm going to have what would be reminiscent of my coffee time on Wednesdays, Wednesday evenings. Okay. And Saturday or Sundays will be live streams, giving you reviews, commentary on stuff that I see. Now I will be going ahead and dropping stuff on other things. It is what it is. You know, so you'll get as many videos as I can. I'm going to start streaming video games, doing all that good stuff. And Omar, check out the community tab. You know, you know, when I publish just the video, not do the live stream, you know, you guys get stuff early. You see it. You see it before everybody else. That's the cool part. Anyway. Everybody, just remember, if you can't say anything nice about anybody, don't say anything at all. Leave it up to me. I will say it for you. And peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let's get some music. What are we going to do? Should we do? You know what? I know I usually end it with Still Fly, but you know what? We're going to go old school. We're going to go old school. When I first started the YouTube channel, I used to play this because this was a YouTube track. Fingers. Fingers We're going to get to it. Hey, we're going to get to Pacific Rim the Black. If you haven't checked it out already, check out my review on the first episode, Theories Change. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's up on the channel. In addition, welcome to our newest member, my man Omar. But also, check out our other members. Mr. Ricky, my man Thomas. Yo, you guys are awesome. Hey, we gonna make this the best year ever. Stay safe. Peace, y'all. I'm out of here.